freaking. And these they were, could be lying. You know how many men I lied to? These were older women. They were. They didn't have no older. reason. They, they didn't have no reason to fuck with me. You didn't I'm have telling no you, a lot. Let me say this about a lot of black women because I have a women support group. It's like over four thousand women. Okay. I've been doing women empowerment for fourteen years. A lot of women lie to y'all. I'm just gonna be really honest with you. I hate to break it to you, Mike. Is that his name? No, that's John. John, <laughs> we lie. Do we I, not lie? I love no. that we're having this no, combo. We lie. I love we that. Lie. I love that. Why we do love you? I love Why that we're having. It was a meme on Instagram that said, "You can, uh, you can love a three, a three, a three inch dick is." When you love them, it's just like a nine inch dick. I said, No, ma'am, it's a no, three inch dick. No, the fuck, it's not. It's <laughs> three inches. It's not nine. So, Let so, me ask you this. Hold on, real quick. No, why do y'all lie? Libras lie. Why do y'all lie? Scorpio women do not lie. Sag women in their sex sex life do not lie. Why do y'all Taurus lie, women in their sex life do not lie. lie. Nah. I just, no, let me say this. Y'all appease. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all appease. I, 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 I'm so confident in who I am that I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm going to get you to where I need you to get to, get you to because I just know that I'm just that good but at how what I What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio Man, and this is a special episode. I ain't gonna lie, I've been excited about this episode all week. I got two special guests in the building. Tony Jr. How you doing, sir? Man, once upon a time called now, once again, at it again. Back in the at wind, it. You know? And I had to bring somebody special. I met this young lady at a media event. It was like a media media meetup or something. Yeah, I never And her her energy was just so bomb. I said, yo, are you cool on camera? Are you good on camera? She was like, yeah, what? What you want to do? <laughs> Chris Smith, how you doing, mama? I'm lovely. How are you? I'm good. Good. All is well. All is well. Man, so how was everybody's week, man? What, what's been what's been going on, man? What has everybody been up to? I mean, let's let ladies go first. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. My week was good. My week was good. Work. Okay. More work and more work. Okay. What about you, Tony? I want to hear about. I seen that you went to to see Bruno Mars, yeah, Las Vegas, and um, awesome. Anderson Pack. How was that, man? Man, that was like. First off, let me let me just go by saying God bless Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, bro. They are two of the greatest showmen that I've actually seen. Honestly, Very that's talented. the best concert that I've actually been really? to. Really, and it was because it was like a concert in a time machine. First off, you couldn't have your phone out. They put mm. your phone in a pouch that you couldn't even open that hole. Like, people were trying to because they wanted to record or whatever. Like, I ain't going to lie, I did too. But, um, <laughs> like, and then the Bootsy was on the big screen. The mothership. Because we talked about mm. it. You know me. I'm a they had dance steps. They had backup dance. They mm. had a full band. They had pyrotechnics. Like, so and he's it, a real entertainer. Yes, they were. And no, shout out to Anderson Pack, though. I didn't know how funny this dude was. <laughs> this dude is a great showman actor. I would not be surprised like if he starts acting, like, because he it was just mm, fire. Yeah. Really? You know? And yeah, and honestly, I you know, weed is legal in Vegas, so yeah. Yeah. definitely. Uh, I smoke Snoop Dogg's new strain, Method Man new strain, uh, Wiz is Khalifa Kush. Spend a pretty penny, but it was worth it, you know. Okay. Yeah. You know. How did you get your phone out the package? Like, oh man, you couldn't do it until it was over. Like, you had to go out to the uh, the stewardess, and they had like a, a they had a magnet thing, 
Like, you oh, know wow. when you go to the mall oh. and they got them tags that you got to, uh, the clerk got to get off? Yeah. It was like that. Oh. That was a good idea. It was, yeah. though. It was. Because yeah. everybody had fun. We were three rows away from Eva Marcel from America's Next Top Model and shit. I met Dom Kennedy's cousin in that hole. Like, it was oh, fucking dope. Yeah. Like, fucking lot. And, like, like I said, with no phones, everybody was just able to have a in good the moment, too. time. Be in the moment. Like, it was great. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. How long was y'all in Vegas? Uh, Friday to Monday morning. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's dope. How? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sick of Vegas, me personally. I've been going to Vegas since I was 13 years old. Oh, that was my Rick. first time. Really? Oh, that was your first time in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Vegas is, Vegas is like just it. like South Dallas. Vegas is dirty. Yeah. It is. It's a little overrated. I'm not it's even super going. overrated. If you like the club and party, it's good. If you like to gamble, I say go to Vegas. Those yeah. two, yes. But me, I'm more like, again, I'm from the South. So, like, I smoke and cruise all the so time. So, you enjoy it. So, I just, yeah. we had a black on black. 2022 Mustang that we rented. <laughs> so I'm just lighting blunts, smoking, going down the strip, like looking at people in their limo. They over here looking at it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, wi- all the white people in Vegas? <laughs> I don't know. Like, DOC was right when he said white people will always be obsessed with niggas. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm riding down that hole playing the big timers. Like, old school, like 1999 New Orleans or music. You know what I'm saying? And they're over like, yeah, what's up? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, okay. That's dope, man. Yeah, that's. Dope. Good time. I want to go see Usher in Vegas. Me too. He's back. Yeah, I'm, I want to do that for my birthday. Don't you start when like your Jesus. birthday? In October. Yeah, I want to go. I'm October definitely what? going. 14. I'm a Libra. Ah, you was almost born. My of wife the game. is a Libra You're too. You're a Scorpio and Sagittarius. I'm a cuss baby. Are you a cuss? Yeah. Um, Y'all are very temperamental. Um, we're fair. You're very fair. We're very but fair. when somebody gets out of line and unfair, y'all, oh. that's when y'all, we, we, y'all we want yeah, all the smoke. They want the justice. That's you know my, what I'm and we want the smoke too, and whatever come with the smoke. That's that's my wife. <laughs> that's my wife. She's a Libra too, boy. I feel yeah, it. we're God. all about justice, fairness. You know, like making, trying to make sure everybody is happy. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we will put ourselves to the back burner and. Make sure everybody is flowing. That's actually I think why that's we is that flaw. is that the uh, the signs or that the the temperaments of Libras mm-hmm. like yeah or scale yeah. that's mm. actually why we get along because Scorpios and Sagittarius both are big Spirit. on justice yeah the only difference between our two signs is I'm very blunt about it and I don't give a fuck how birthday? you feel November twenty second oh so you a Sag for real I dated a Sag bro for like and the crazy thing though like when I actually looked at my zodiac chart and when you go on any website. It says you're a Sag, but when you go to the actual Zodiac calendar with my birthday and the time, it says I'm a Scorpio. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm really in between. And yeah. it's crazy because, like, I don't have half and half. I have whole and whole. Yeah. Like, mm. I'm a compassionate asshole. I'm a freaked out romantic. I'm a blunt <laughs> empath. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, for real. Like, yeah. so she understands. I like, for real. Yeah. I'm actually very compatible with Sagittarius, for real. Yeah. It works out. Yeah, it But do. then again, because we kind of so much alike. It, it causes not, friction. It causes friction because they don't trust me. Uh-huh. They know what type Scorpios of Scorpios is big on trust. Yeah. And it's like, hey, we know the diabolical shit we be thinking we and doing. So, and so you, you doing it too, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. We don't trust nobody. And I'm so, I'm so like, what? Uh, I guess sarcastic. I'm like one of those people like, well, if you're doing it, I'm doing it too. If you're not doing it, then I'm not doing it. We're happy. 
Then, <laughs> is that but, how you are? But real? then with that, but really? then with that, yeah. you don't know if she's for real or not. Yeah, you don't. See, and that's the and fucked I'll up part about smiling. it. And then that's when I'm over here like Martin. Well, damn, if I was gonna get it, I should have got something then. Like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you, and you would have got it, and you would have been gone. And that's uh, now she says gone. You do it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> now she's she throwing in leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know with me But you know what I think that's why My relationships last long Because I'm so like Spontaneous And you still You can never get to know me I'm always unra- You're always unraveling yeah, me That's the sad side That's what I hate about Libras They, cause they, they are so like I, well, I ain't going to say Libras I'm going to say my wife Like my wife is so like If if I have If I say Babe Um like what did you tell them or what do they know about you? She was like, Nothing. I'm just asking questions and they just give me all the information. I'm like Bro. You know and she do that with me too. There is power <laughs> in silence. She and, do, and, she and does scor- that with and me. The Scorpios, Libras, Sages, like you, you get we quiet, know. they like, tell your their whole story. Whole story. I know everything about everybody. Mm-hmm. And people assume things about me. And then what you don't say, <sighs> I'll still find out. Godly. So you might as well tell me the truth. Oh, that's I know. What, but that's and then a lot anyway. of times it's not even about me finding out. My intuition is, and the older that I get, the more I tap into it. Like my intuition is so strong. Hey, that I'm more like at first I didn't understand it until things start happening. And I would, it, I would think it. And then do you it have happen. dreams about certain things oh, too? Of, all, all the time. time. Really? Yeah, I'm very intuitive. And the older I get, the more I tap into it. I'm more, um, I guess, confident in it. Mm-hmm. And I'll say something. And I'll ask like, like, hey, did you do this? And my guy will be like, no, nah, I ain't do it. I'm like, oh, okay. See, nah, well, the way I started. The way <laughs> but I, started, I know you did. The way I started, I'll be like, yo, um, I had this weird dream, yo. And I'm going to need you to tell me if this is happening because I don't have dreams like this for no reason. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. in the dream, you did da 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 Yeah. Did you do that? Because, again, I don't be having dreams for like no that. For no reason. Yeah, for sure. So, no, nah, like. Well, she calls it intuition. I call it the Holy Spirit and discernment. Oh, I mean, what, whatever you want, call it. It's mm-hmm. like not when you, if you know how to listen and what you're listening to. Yeah, it will never steal you wrong. My motto is: I hear things that people don't say. Facts. Mm. I, I'm literally reading between the lines. Facts. That's what I do. When did when did you get to that point where you can understand that intuitiveness about yourself? When when how long ago was that? I think it got stronger the more I got started getting into my 30s and being more grounded and, you know, being more focused on getting to know myself instead of other people. Mm. And, you know, just kind of being around more spiritual people. Mm-hmm. And they were confident in their spirituality. And so the more I was around them, I started understanding and doing more research. Like, oh, my God, like I've been this way all my life. And now that, you know, I'm more into it. Like, dang, I really know my stuff. Yeah. For real, yeah. Like, yeah. I'll say something and it'll happen. Yep. I'm good yeah. with this stuff. <laughs> that, so I'm like, let me start talking some money up in this yeah, thing. Let me <laughs> that's scary. Yeah. It's scary, especially um, when, because I know my wife, like, when she has, like, horrible dreams, too. Yeah. You that's know what the mean? scary part. Like, I, it's been times where family members have passed away. Like, my dad passed away two years ago. And um, sorry about that. his birthday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, his his the last birthday we had it was like God woke me up in the middle of the night and we're like me throw him a birthday party because it's gonna be throw his last him one. yeah throw him a birthday party it's gonna be his last one 
Really? And I told my mom, I was like, I feel this strong like desire to throw him a birthday party. And I did. And that was in August of 2020. December, Christmas Eve, he went into the hospital. Mm. And then 2021, February, he passed away. God. That was his man. last birthday. His sisters, his brothers were all there. It was just. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. like you, I tell people all the time, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you have nothing. He, it leads, I don't, I don't to God, it what leads he, and guides you. And the thing about it, people don't realize they have him. Because, you know, Jesus said no man can come to the Father unless the Spirit draws him. So the yeah. Holy Spirit is all around you, trying, yeah. to, trying to talk trying to you. Trying to talk to you. But you have to be willing to listen. You ever notice, like, I think I said this last time on the podcast. You know, God says he's everywhere. Like, he's omnipresent, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he also says, when you seek me with all your heart, You'll then find will you find You'll me. You'll find him. That's a paradigm. That's Meaning fact. I'm everywhere, but you can't see me until mm-hmm. you want to see until me. Until you want to. Mm-hmm. And everything, you know what? It's I think like, about that. Everything in our lives is a decision. Yeah, you're. We are literally decisions away from, like the to change the trajectory of our lives. Mm-hmm. It's literally a decision. For sure. Yeah. And then even when uh, Moses asked God, like, "What's your name?" He's like, "My name." In the Hebrew, he says it's Jehovah blank, and Jehovah means the Lord my. So like when you call the Lord Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, mm-hmm. Jehovah Sikhanu, Jehovah Jireh means the Lord my provider. Mm-hmm. Jehovah Nisi means the Lord my banner. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Jehovah Shalom means the Lord my peace. Mm-hmm. So he's whatever you need when you need it. You just need to need That's it. So fact. he could be my Jehovah Jireh right now providing for me while he's heard Jehovah Shalom at the same moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, like, that's amazing, actually. It's wonderful, ain't it? And then it's but so, you got to want it. And then what's so amazing, he makes us all feel so super special. For sure. Like, you'll make it think, like, he really cut, he really cut for me. <laughs> Bro, he be like, no, he cut for me. No, he no, really, no, he, no. he messy fuck with me, yeah. for real. Like, and then the I ain't lip, even going The lit part about that, what's that? That's just a testimony. Yeah. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to brag on God. Yes. And then God even says, bring my word back to me so that I can perform it. So you over here asking God for shit, but you ain't even brought his word back right. to him. You know like what I'm saying? Pro- what does that I mean, bring the word back to him? Okay, so if I'm, if I'm sick, Isaiah 53, 5. Hey, yo, you said, I'm, I'm sick with these with uh, sniffles or whatever. Yeah. Hey, God, you, you said, said you was beaten for my transgression. That's and right. for my iniquity. That's the right. chastisement of my peace was upon, upon you. you. And yeah. by your stripes, I'm healed. healed. So yeah. me as a kingdom citizen, this... Sickness has no right to be in my body, so I'm gonna need you to move that. I'm ha- but you your people business. in the churches over here are like, oh God, I need you to move it. No, no. you need to demand your rights. You because have to do it the, with like authority. Because in the kingdom, you have and rights. confidence. Like what I talked to you about in <laughs> Dallas last time. You have look. He rolling a blunt. We talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look, <laughs> he rolling a blunt. I love it. Look, man, I as, love a, it. as a as a <laughs> Dallas as a Dallas citizen, as a Dallas citizen, you're guaranteed a certain amount of rights, right? Mm-hmm. But you won't get them unless. You you go to the court and exercise or exercise demand your them. rights. Exactly. So you call yourself a citizen of the kingdom That's of heaven. Right. Well, the kingdom of heaven has rights and laws that it abides by. Mm-hmm. So if you don't go, one, if you don't first abide by these laws, Correct. so you can't be out here doing whatever you Can want. Can we stay there? Because this is what I don't understand about people. That's why I'm, I'm adamant about <clears throat> and I'm conscious about how I treat people, uh-huh. what I say to people, how I treat myself, what I say to myself. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, you cannot manipulate the law. The law is you reap what you sow. That's part. That's so you can't be out here doing craziness and expect that good things are gonna come your way. Well, no. Let's go. Let's go. Hold on. Hold on. Let's go I, deeper I, than that. Let's go deeper than that. Because I, I heard I, one of my me and my homeboy had this argument before, okay. and, he, and he was like, "Nigga, I didn't see some fucked up people like get ahead doing some fucked up shit." 
the Lord reigns on the just, just as well just. as the unjust. But you don't know. See, that's the thing. You know how they say, "Walk a mile in my shoes." You don't. You don't ever want to covet what everybody else got going because you that's don't know what it took for them 10. to get there. That's so yeah, they 10. may be getting ahead, but they're not getting by. Trust me, there is one way somewhere on that journey. They, they're going to pay. Yeah. Like, but, that, that's the but law. Here, here we go, though. But the thing about it, though, you have to realize the difference between man made law and universal law. Okay. Like, we talked about this before. If you jump off a 10 story building, does God have to kill you? No. no. Why? Because the law of gravity did it for him. Mm-hmm. You can't get past universal law. Right. If you take a tree out of the ground, do you have to kill it? No, because the law says a tree needs dirt and water to survive. Right. If you take a fish out of water, do you have to kill it? No. Right. Because the law says a fish needs water Correct. to survive. So anything you do outside of what you're meant to do, you're going to malfunction. Mm-hmm. People don't understand when you say in the Lord's uh, prayer, forgive us our trespasses, that means trying to be something that you're not because the lord already designed you for a specific purpose but because you're in the world you try to experiment Mm -hmm. do whatever you but at the same time god already knows what you're gonna do knew it so that's Mm. why shit doesn't work sometimes then when you come back it works and it just detours you and it gets you right back on your path and then there's a whole uh parallel saying uh from the kung fu panda we can go uh pixar (laughs) with it no the turtle told uh the uh forgot um shifu he said one often meets his destiny on the road he takes to avoid it oh that's good what's a biblical thing of that jonah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so all of these are universal things all works together romans 8 28 so with that being said it's like your purpose is here and solidify and you know that when you start doing it with nothing and it works yes that's how i knew music was my purpose yeah that's how i knew speaking about the kingdom was my purpose Mm -hmm. because it's like i've learned things on a biblical standpoint that i'm at odds with the church like i told you last time and my parents are preachers Mm-hmm. And, and like I, I went Kojic. back and studied my parent, my mom and them grew up. Kojic. Grew up Kojic. I'm Kojic in AME. So like, what's Kojic? Church, Church of God, God in Christ. Christ. Mm. Um, like Pentecostal. Yeah, shouting, one of the worst ones. Um, Women not supposed to wear lipstick. Oh yeah, but that's because they're no going pants. by. That's because they're going by Old Testament law. Oh, let's stay right there. So you know how <laughs> black women? In, no, no. I, I really want to share this. You know how black women in the church used to have like church hats, and it was always a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know in Corinthians? Paul, let's let's go. So in Corinthians, <laughs> the word Corinth in the Greek means corrupt. Mm-hmm. So at this time, Rome was uh, ruling the whole free world. And the people of Corinth, like the goddess Eros was there. That's where we get the word erotic from or erotica, you know, uh, pornography type stuff. The goddess statue was there. And if you wanted to go um, sacrifice to her, you would find people that were prostitutes and go have sex on an altar. Well, the women, to signify that they were prostitutes, would shave their head. The men would signify by growing their hair. Now, this is before, this is after. That they were black, prostitutes? Yes, this is after black So Samson was a prostitute? No, this is after that. Oh, okay. This is after that. This is okay. thousands of years later. Okay. So, no. <laughs> this is, no, this is, no, this I'm is. School no, right this now, is, no, I'm no, not, look. This is, this is, this is Roman European thought. Did you go to theology school? This is just no, I studied this on my own. I studied okay. this on my own and learned from Dr. Miles Monroe, who's my spiritual I advisor. love Miles yeah. Monroe. He's really dope. His leadership books are phenomenal. I, yes, you're correct. So. What the women would do, Wasn't like I crazy said, how he died, though. He called his own death in his own sermon. I'll, we'll talk about that later. Really? Um, yeah. Um, so when the women would cut their hair and actually find Christ and actually, so join that the, meant that you were a prostitute. Yes. When you cut your hair for a woman, 
And, and if a man grew his hair, these are European. This is European culture. That meant he was us. a prostitute. Yes. So now so, when I see guys with long, he <laughs> with long hair, you can long be like, hair. Mm. Their thoughts, basically. Not, I'm not. My hair is long. <laughs> um, I was. I was thotting before. I was thotting before. Okay, but anyway, back to the story. So, what Paul did in Corinthians, what people read all the time as suggestions, he said women should grow their hair back, but until then, wear hats. So that they're not confused with their former profession. Black folks took that shit and told women to wear hats in the church. So basically, you're saying you didn't even realize the hats were for the hoes that found Christ. Now, you made it a whole thing. You passed down a tradition that was not meant for you. You thought church hats because Paul said it was, oh, we need to wear hats in the church. The same reason why they said, oh, you shouldn't have earrings. You shouldn't do that. That wasn't why God said that in Exodus. Very much so. It was from the previous Egyptian culture, and they were worshiping other gods by wearing jewelry and shit. So to show that you are set apart for me, take that off. But now that Jesus came back, or yeah, he came back, did his thing. He did away with Old Testament law. We're not under Old Testament law yeah. anymore. We're under grace. That's yeah. what he died for. Right. So that we have a right to the kingdom and the kingdom way of living again. Right. The kingdom is like the scripture says, all that is seen has come from the unseen. All that is seen is temporary. All things that are unseen are eternal. So that means the kingdom government that we don't see is more real than what we see here. Mm. So why are you believing? And that's why God, I feel that's why God dropped the pandemic the way he did. To show you that the government you live in can't even take care they of you. can't even take care of you, man. But while the uh, pandemic was happening, I was thriving. Me I started too. a business in 2020. I was I, uh, I, God was blessing me with more money. I was an essential worker, so I would still be able to work. So the kingdom even works for you even when you don't see it. Yeah. But... In Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, when the one we quote at Christmas, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, we missed the dope part after that. And okay. the government shall be upon his shoulders. He never came to bring a religion like everybody's trying to be in now. He yeah. brought a government, and it said he will rule with justice and righteousness. Justice in the Hebrew means rights. Righteousness in the Hebrew means right positioning. So let me break that down. If you know you are a kingdom citizen, meaning okay. you have rights, and you are following all the laws in this kingdom, that mm-hmm. means that there is no reason why you can't have what you asked That's for. That's right. No reason. I agree. I 100%. I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Simple. And if you don't have it, then you need to go check yourself. But the church is over here talking about, oh, dance for your blessing. Pray for your no. blessing. That ain't it. Follow the laws, fool. That's it. This is a government. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you brag on God by following his laws. Mm-hmm. You know, if you love me, keep mm-hmm. my commandments. Keep my commandments. Yeah. It's, bro, you see what I'm talking it's about? so simple. You know what I'm saying? And then here's the thing. The church preaches Jesus like I told you last time. Jesus never preached himself, not once. Mm. Never. He always said the kingdom of God is like yeast. The kingdom of God is like a man who had fine pearls. The kingdom of God is like a man who found treasure in the so, desert. He's only talking about one subject, and it ain't him. I told. Let me, let me like, throw something in. Go there. ahead, throw that shit. So, here's my perception because I, I grew up Jehovah Witness, okay. right? So, what was that like? Couldn't celebrate Horrible. Christmas. Horrible. Had no presents. No, no Christmas. No birthdays. No Thanksgiving. No, nothing. Nothing. Hey. So we don't celebrate. So y'all not shit. y'all don't celebrate anything. So Jehovah's Witnesses is basically no celebrating. We're supposed to be here. No celebrating of any any worldly holiday. Just pulling up. Do you know the truth, <laughs> nigga, do, nigga? Do you any, know any any worldly holidays? Oh, let me give you the key, John. Uh, one of those big fat ones. That's what she said. <laughs> so, 
my thought was as far as like growing up as far as Christianity is that it was a slave mentality to to believe in Christianity because I still think that too that that was where it was founded on and that's the people who were who actually empowered back then were the people who was actually um, Right. No, there was there was a there was a slave master's Bible number one. But the only reason why it was taken that way because of we don't understand the terminology that it was written in back then. So when Jesus was talking about like slave and master back in when he was there, slave was literally like what we're doing now, working a nine to five. You work for somebody. But you're getting you paid. You said slavery was like working for somebody? That's what a slave was back in uh the Roman period. Like you weren't like it was like you were literally on some you just work for somebody so like the slave should be serving to the master that means that's your boss it's not like on some i took you and all and they'll change the shit because rome um was the only uh empire in the entire world and in the entire history that never took people from their land and brought them back as slaves they took people and took somebody from the roman government and planted them in the land to teach them the roman customs so they never took away from their society. They just made them do, like when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So it's like, we're not taking your stuff away from you. We just control this area. Do whatever the fuck you're doing. We just own it now. So when you talk about like the Slave Master's Bible, it took Exodus out of it. The All the books that talk about deliverance, talk about uprising and all that. So like all the gospels are out of it and all that. So like the Slave Master's Bible was a tainted book. And that's not even the one that we read today. Even when black people talk about, oh, I only read the King James Version. They don't even realize King James only wrote that version just so that people would start talking like him. Mm. In 16th century English. Thou mm. and they and dust and all that crap. So it's not even a, a thing. But you make it so traditional because that's all you know. Mm-hmm. The only reason I know what I know, I grew up Christian. I used to argue Christianity with other religions and stuff. But then I, a thought dawned on me from the Holy Spirit. How do you know what you know is true if you don't go study everything else? That's real. That's, that's, that's in a, everything. Yes. You know what and I'm that's, saying? That's what made me get away from Because when I grew up, my grandma told me, you go into church, you gonna like go up in flames. and you go No, but that's like, great. I used to think that. I didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't walk. I didn't step foot into a church until I was twenty-one years old. But you wow. shouldn't have. You know why? Because in Acts seventeen it says, "God does not dwell in buildings made by human hands." Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? So you are the church, not the building. Yeah, but right? I didn't know none of that. Oh, for I, sure. I was just going off what my grandma told yeah. me. And now you're and now you're seeing how tradition <laughs> not, is being passed down. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. was just like, how did my how does my grandma know this? If she's never been to the church to actually yeah. see what was going on, because when I went when I went into the church, I seen a lot of good things in there. You know what I mean? I For was sure. like, it can't be all bad. You know what I mean? Just like right. your witnesses are not all bad, and whatever all these other different religions. And then that's when I started realizing all these different religions are man made, mm-hmm. where people are just passing on different parts of mm-hmm. different traditions. And so I was like, but what I'm Jesus- not going. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna subscribe to one religion. Right. I'm just gonna be. Yeah. Find your yeah. But but think about what Jesus said though. I have sheep that are not of this fold. He said that to the disciples when they were uh, when the Gentiles were starting to pray and do the same thing Jesus did. But Jews and Gentiles was like bloods and crips. And Jesus was like, hold up, bro. Y'all ain't the only ones. 
I got sheep that are not of this fold. They yeah. just have, they just don't realize who they are yet. Mm. So and you're talking about finding a different religion, but the word religion not mean, find a different religion. Well, you know what I'm saying? It's whatever. I'm just like getting out of it. But the people that are in religion don't even realize the word religion itself in the Hebrew and Greek means to search. But what did we say earlier? When you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Mm -hmm. So could it be that people are dealing with religion only because they have not truly found God yet? You're trying to do all of these things to get to him, but it doesn't take that. You have to go inward. Yes, right. People yeah. be thinking, oh, I go to church on Sunday. That I pay my tithes. I, I pay my offering. When I stopped going to church is when I found God. Mm. Okay, whole, hold up. And the whole time he was inside of me. Yo, touch on that. Mm. Think the about, whole time. Think about every time and God. my life literally made a 180 think about every time god or god talked say, to somebody and found somebody in the bible they were alone they were alone what what themselves. what happened in that um transition and when you was like i found i'm gonna tell you the truth so it was like i, I got married went through a divorce been into some abusive crazy relationships mm, mm, mm. and one day i met a friend and she's like you should move to dc i was in i was like 30 233 just mm. out here wandering trying to figure out find myself wasn't happy on the inside actually hated myself hated my people everybody around me i always say when you're at war with yourself you're at war with everybody oh mm. for sure and a friend was like this girl i met she's like you would do so good in dc and i was like you think so and something in me was like go so everything i had and actually the abusive boyfriend that i was with took me didn't know he was taking me to my freedom Really? <laughs> yeah. God will use. He will literally what use. What he will. Your enemy for your footstool. What like, you meant for evil. Well, God no, turned seriously. around for my Went evil. out there. It was so crazy. The girl that told me, she's like, you come stay with me. You ain't got to pay no bills. I didn't have a job. Like, I had $2,000 to my name. And I went out there, stayed with her. And within a week, she flipped. So oh, I ended shit. up really out there by myself. Well, and I, and I have not like, even talked to her she since was like, then. I packed my stuff and left. She was just being a, a bitch mm. for no reason. I was like, why are you finna censor it? You, you sound like you was finna censor it. Yeah, I was gonna it. censor it. Um, <laughs> she was being a bitch. And so um, I met this, uh, the, the day that I moved out, she was just being nasty. Like, I need you to pay my bills and I need money on lights. And I'm like, wait, I've been out here a week, two mm. weeks. All of a sudden your light bill going up. Just being, just being <laughs> oh, she nasty. Was plotting. She was plotting. Exactly. And mom, I, I think she liked me like that, but I wasn't with that. Mm. Um, Damn. So um, I was having dinner with a young lady that lived in Dallas that day. And when I went to dinner, I had packed all my stuff. I was like, I'm not going back. I guess I forgot to go back home. You know, it just didn't work out. And um, the girl was like, you know what? So crazy. She's like, the Holy Spirit told me to let you come stay with me. I have a whole downstairs, you know, in D.C. They got like full apartments in their basements. Mm -hmm. She's like, he just told me to let you stay with me. She's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know why. But that's why I was was like, bro. Then I knew like God is really with me. So mm. I moved in with her, and that whole time, like, she worked out of town. I was there by myself. Like, mm-hmm. that was the most excruciating pain. I always tell people, sometimes you got to go backwards in order to go forward. That's what Nip and said. And I had to deal with my childhood stuff. My dad was abusive. He was a drug and alcohol abuser, stuff that was going on as a kid. So I had to really face all that mm-hmm. by myself. And it was like, I think I cried for six months straight because I really didn't like myself, and I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know? And as I was just going through it, it was like you said, you just get in this place and the whole, it's, it's in you. So he starts telling me, you're the apple of my eye. I love you. And God just started building me up. 
And within them, I think I stayed out there almost a year. He was like, it's time for you to go back home. You can go back home now. When I came home, I was a different person. I broke up with the guy. Mm. You was still it. with him when you was out there? I was still kind of with him because he would fly me home. But but as I was growing, he was becoming unattractive to me. Mm-hmm. You know, our language was changing. I, know I met is. him. We had a trauma bond. So I met him mm. in my trauma. We both were had a, you know, we could relate. Yeah. But I was getting healed from that. I was mm. no longer having daddy issues. I was no longer having mama issues. You know, I was growing. I was healing. I was letting the stuff go. And so he was like, I don't like this new girl. I don't like her. Because I wouldn't he argue with that? him. I wasn't combative anymore. Yeah, he did. He said He it. recognized it, too? He recognized the change. Mm. That's He's real. like, I don't hey, like Dante, that new girl. Paper child, I didn't you like that new girl. And it was this book called You Can Heal Your Life is by Louise Hay. This was the first. And you know what's so crazy? He introduced me to the secret. That's what really wow. changed my the life. Secret. The movie. Oh, wow. okay. I read the book. I read the, I read the book and the movie. And he was the one that introduced me to like the law of attraction and manifestation. Like I know the Bible, you know, but it was more, I'm a more logical person. Mm. You know, like I, it's not, I'm, I, I don't learn like everybody else. Like you can't do all this D, the, all that stuff to me. <laughs> like you got to tell me like A to B. Gonna, and then I got to process go after this story. Okay, so I got to process A to B first. Mm-hmm. Then you know, go down. I'm like, I'm not. You can't give me A then Z, and then I got to figure it out because I'm an overthinker. It's gonna be a whole bunch of stories. Mm-hmm. So the secret for me kind of was more relatable, mm-hmm. and then I was able to kind of start taking things out of the Bible biblically, you know, about faith. You know, mm-hmm. faith is the substance things hoped for, and the evidence of things are not seen. Visualization. If you want it. Visualize it. Act as if you already have it. Have that emotion. Cause the things that be not exactly. So it was like it was like change. Like it opened up my eyes to everything. And I was going to this job. I hated it. And then I'm gonna let you talk. You good? And I read the book. You can heal your life. And and it was the chapter about you know if you don't like something, the more you think about what you don't like, you illuminate it and you make things worse. Mm -hmm. So it was like if you don't like your job, go into that job like it's the job of your dream that you're making all the money that you ever think you can make. And so. I remember this Caucasian lady because I was I had just got into being an insurance adjuster and we were making like fifteen dollars an hour. I couldn't even pay my bills, mm. and she was like, "Oh, this is just a job that I, I'm doing it to remodel my house." And I'm thinking, like, "Dang, I want to get a house, you know, job mm. just to remodel my house." I want a side job. Yeah, I want a side, <laughs> I want a side job, job for gold. Right. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I was told that this industry you can make six figures, you know, and I'm a I'm just telling you, I got a GED and some college. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And um, she was like, "Yeah, I made like ninety five, a hundred k. Do you have your degree?" I was like, "No, I don't have no degree." She's like, "Oh yeah, you'll never make this kind of money." And something, hold on. Right, but that's something, hold on, though. <laughs> but see, when I'm you thinking. got faith, see, now I done already transitioned. Yeah. Oh, okay. From, that was the can't nobody tell me that nothing. I don't just right. accept and receive. Like, back in the day, growing up, you could tell me I wasn't going to be nothing. I received it because mm-hmm. that's how I grew up. But yeah. now I done had a transformation. So she was like, yeah, you'll never make this kind of money. I was like, yeah, no, I can't. That may be for somebody else, but I think I can. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the conversation, though. And I walked away because I didn't receive it. I denounced what she said. For sure. Like, that may be for somebody else, but for me, the God, I said, I can get whatever I want. So, Damn like Paul right. said, take Damn. every thought captive. So, bro, it's all It's, it's all the biblical. same. It's, it's all biblical. biblical. So, all like, biblical. I told y'all, God was like, going to that job. The book was like, going to the job as if it was the job of your dreams. And I, used to, I hated the job so much, I wouldn't even speak to nobody because they were messy. Wasn't nobody making no money. It was just, I was miserable. So, that week, I was like, I'm going to try this out. So I woke up this that next morning. I'm like, you know what? Think, you know, I'm looking in the mirror, talking to myself. Think positive. This is the job of your dreams, making money. Just think about how you're gonna live. So I went in the job. I was smiling. I was speaking to everybody. I was like, what's wrong with you, girl? Did you get something over the weekend? This ain't like you. 
And I'm like, yeah. So a week, I went, I did the same thing for a week. I was consistent. That Sunday, the Holy Spirit said, turn your resignation. Like, it's time. Resignation. It was time. It's time. And that's the thing about faith. The tests don't take long. It's not about what you go through. It's how you go how through you it. Through that's it. what people don't know. That's the good part about it. Mm. The attitude of gratitude, having gratitude in the midst of the worst thing that could be ever happening in your life. <laughs> that's Luke twenty two thirty one. So I go resignation that Monday, uh, Sunday, and I went and picked up my stuff that Monday. By Wednesday, I got a call from a, a contract in Austin. They were paying me $1,200 a day. Mm. I was bringing home 15 racks. Mm. Won't it do it? Every other week. Mm. I was went from $15 an hour <laughs> 15 to 15 racks. racks every other week. I was in so much money because I never knew what it was. Again. And the Bible says train up, train up a child in the way that they should go. When they are older, they will not, not depart. depart. What does that mean? Okay. Parents have to be careful what they put into their kids and what they see they, what their kids see. Mm-hmm. Because my mom had a struggle mentality. Mm-hmm. And so I grew, although my circumstances were different from her, I wasn't a teenage mother. You know, I graduated from school. I still only knew struggle. So mm-hmm. I went into my adulthood struggling, thinking mm-hmm. that I got to live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was the mentality that I had. So when I'm making this money and I got money left over. You from didn't know the, what to do. I, and I'm just start giving it. <laughs> hey, Dante. You need to some money. <laughs> you, don't, you don't realize what she was talking about is also what I was talking about in the church. They preach struggle. If you they just, do. If no, you just hold seriously. on. If you just hold yes. on. And that, where did that come from? The slave mentality. Yeah. The lack, that That's lack mentality. Lack. And from then on, that was almost six, seven years ago, I, I've been making six figures since then. And I tell people all the time, man, you one decision mm-hmm. for living the life that you really deserve. We're heirs. Yes. Bruh. We're heirs. We are not we called to be servants. We were not called Listen. to be servants, but sons. Yes. And if you're a son of this king who yes. got everything, everything. that means everything is yours. Everything. The lady in the book, it said, look at, just think about the ocean. Mm. And how far it goes, how vast it is, and how vast it is. That's what's uh, that's what's available for, for you, you. Mm-hmm. bro. But it's not until you change that mentality. The Bible says, "What a man think it." As so a man he is. As a man, his thing in his heart. In his heart, it don't matter. What do you think about you? Hey, do me a favor, real quick. Point to your heart. <laughs> I fucked up. What happened? Heart is in, in the middle in nope. here. Heart in the Hebrew means your soul. Okay. He got me no, confused. No, no. No, look, look. But that's where people got it fucked up. You don't think here. You think in your mind. You're this your heart is a muscle. Yeah. Remember, you're a spirit being. So this right. is just a So you're form saying the heart is the mind. The heart is the subconscious mind. Okay. The you that comes out whenever you're triggered. Yeah. That's your like uh, out of so, the abundance of the heart, the, the mouth, mouth speaks. Yeah. Guard your heart, for yeah. out of it flows the issue yeah. of life. Be careful what you download. Yeah, that's because real. what you download will come out. That's so real. if you see somebody that got like an addiction to sex, nine times out of ten, little homie was probably watching porn when back in the kid. day, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good one too to talk about because a lot of these dudes. Be thinking these porn moves be working on us, and they don't. Uh, I ain't gonna what lie. Porn moves? I used to. I'm used like, to, sir. No, hey, look. <laughs> that look, don't feel good. Look, look, look. What porns were you watching? Because I can say in my fuckboy days, because I did have them hoes. I them hoes was work. Get him to where he need to get him to without I'm telling sh- him he's trash. I'm gonna tell him. I ain't gonna tell him he's trash. No, I'm even putting no man but that's down. A, but that's the type of dude I am. If my Why sex though? is trash, it, tell me because yeah, what you're I, doing do you is f- fucking it up for the next female that that nigga fuck. And but how you know your it? sex trash though? No, you don't. Do that's you what know? I'm trying to tell you. You don't know how you don't know your girl not coming. Look, I ain't gonna what we doing our I, best. No, look, we can do. No, that's the problem. How you not know I'm not coming? 
how, what the fuck you mean? I first off, I studied everything about sex before I even slid in, and I was fourteen when okay. I lost my shit. Okay, dime a so dozen. You I'm, wanted a million. I'm, I'm different. Oh, for sure. Okay. Because of that reason. You studied I, what? Sex. I, I studied sex. My mom you know about the nerves. All yeah, that. my mom told me about sex when I was nine. The clit is not even just that one thing right it's there. Not. It's four inches wide. Yeah. The G spot is two how inches. How many back nerves is in the cl- clitoris? It's like over, uh, like it's either four or nine thousand. Yeah, like yeah. So, so you so, you you're. Not the majority of men. He's not the majority. I'm not, but 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 I'm gonna tell you where I, I learned. But I'm gonna tell you where I learned. Watching Fresh Prince, watching Martin, Fresh watching James, because they would fuck up. So it's what like you mean? What, with sex? What, no, with everything. With talking to women. Oh, with okay. trying to get the draw. So I'm like, oh, that's what you're not supposed, you're not to, supposed do. to do. Then I had an older brother who's 12 <laughs> years older than me, and he would. I'm like, oh, so that's what you're not supposed to do. Okay, so, so you the, you went the other uh, way. Yeah, I was a nice guy. I was a nice guy who got his heart broke at 12. Then I took what I learned and knew and used it for evil. So uh, yeah, I had a villain origin story. Uh, I ain't go- oh yeah, yeah for sure. I got cheated I on the seventh grade. Out, how did you learn from Fresh Prince? Because <laughs> every yeah. because look, if you really wanted to learn who really got the girl, it was Carlton. It wasn't Will. Will had nah, Lisa. Will had them. No, Will had, Will, Will had everybody on that. Mother. Will Tyra, was the, Lisa Long. Jackie was the friend from Philly that did not get that nigga no play, and they did not end up. Will and Lisa did not Nia. get married, and had, that's Nia Long. They did not get married. Uh, then when they wasn't uh, supposed to get married though. Yes, they were. They had a wedding episode. They How did have a than, wedding How episode. You older than me and don't know, bro. And then she walk away or she didn't show yeah, up. Yeah, she said we rushed into this shit. Yeah, too fast. And she, I remember the face then, he made. He then Will married Ray Jean just to fuck and still didn't get the draws. Then Jasmine Guy came on in season one. They only dated for a couple of months. No. And then real life Will. Real life. Let's not go there yet. <laughs> What? Let's not go there. Yeah. Real no, life, let's, Will. Let's go to real life because I <laughs> I, I must didn't watch enough episodes. I, I read I read his autobiography. I read his book, so like I know, you know exactly about. why he did that shit. Oh, okay. Because when he was young, he saw his mom get abused by his father, and he said, "I always wanted to muster up the courage to defend, do something, and all that, woman, right? and I never did it." Yeah. So then, after the book came out, everybody's aware of it, and then here comes an opportunity, and this nigga just took the wrong opportunity, like. And then, but my thing though, I ain't gonna lie. Why he didn't beat up August Alicina? I was just finna say, as much as I love Will, as much as I, as much as I love Will, I'm like Will, you you kind of did a weenie ass thing, bro. But it's Chris he Rock, let, he got to have an open marriage. I'm I'm still I, I'm sorry, but he didn't want that, that. in the book. In the book, no, in the book, he said he didn't want that. Jada was the one that was pushing that shit. Jada was the one that said she didn't want a traditional marriage. Jada was the one that said she didn't want to get married wanted her at so all. Bad and he, he wanted okay it so bad, it. trying to make it work because his first marriage fucked up, and he took that trauma and took it to. Jada and was like, as long as everybody's appeased, then I'm okay. Because he is a Libra, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Will Smith is Libra. Let me Google it. I don't know. We are like that. But but yeah, so when that happened, he was over here like, you know what? Enough is enough. Jada done already abused that nigga on Red Table Talk when she told the whole shit with August. You know what I'm saying? Will didn't say everything that he did. I heard Will say, Will said that he was like, what you are witnessing is unconditional love. He was like, this this is what he said before the slap though. He said before the slap, what you are witnessing that anything that comes out about their family, you're witnessing unconditional love. That's true. And so it's and, very and, rare men forgive women for cheating. 
But it's not even. I don't that. think. I don't even think Jada was cheating though. I think Boy, Will. You crazy. As I hell. think Will was well aware of what yeah, was going he, on. That's, you could tell he knew. Yeah, you, of course. She but said that's because Jada was letting him do his. She thing got too. entangled. They was on the Get red the carpet together, holding meat. hands. She got that young meat that stay hard. Oh, I know they what it's was, like. You know, to stay like, hard, he ain't got to work to get it back hey, on. Look, and she was in she love. She knew. Will knew. I've been messing with older women since I was eighteen. I knew exactly what August I seen it was. Doing. Yeah, he and I knew exactly what Jada was. What was older? What were you called older? The oldest woman I messed with was fifty. And how old were you? How old were you? She was fifty four, and I was twenty. Six. I can't do it. And then my first older woman was thirty six. I was eighteen. You know, I have an eighteen year old son, a um, nephew. He's like my son, and I would beat that thirty six year old ass. If she <laughs> fucking my nephew. And that's I just, I just but it ain't. It, hey, bro, it ain't her fucking. With he him. had a little twenty one year old girlfriend. I'm like, hey, what's look, she want with you? What? Um, <laughs> I just know I how some older women can. Too. Older women can ruin y'all's life. See, that's the thing about some of y'all. Don't let me say this about y'all. A woman taught me a lot. Sometimes they me a lot. You, you young men, y'all think y'all you are more advanced, more advanced than what y'all really are. That's why they fucked with me. Is what they said. You were more mature than even some of the dudes that they're trying to highlight. I'm gonna them. tell you. I, I, I honestly think, bro. I'm sorry. Older men. Older men should date younger women. Hell no. And, and wow. older, and older, and older women should date younger men. Hell no. I would Honestly never date that. a young chick, bro. Because I done already went through the shit that they already finna go through, and I ain't got time to teach them. And how do you? How do you? I'm 32. So you're not even you're not even old enough. Nigga, right what now. the fuck you mean? Even, yeah, you got some more time. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Your chicken ain't so, marinated. Yeah, yet. yeah. I'm not talking. I'm not talking <laughs> about thirty. I'm not talking about thirty two. I'm talking about once you get over fifty four guys. It should be a younger woman. Yeah, I think I think oh, you should okay. start dating that twenty five and younger guys. And you know what? And I, I I actually attract younger guys. Mm. Like I'm thirty eight. I know I don't look it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you you I'm thirty eight, and so I'm always attracting like a twenty five year old or twenty four, and I'm like, baby. Uh-uh, honey, I can't and I think I think here's why I say that right because um, for a woman right her prime years is between 23 and I say 28 29 mm-hmm. those are women prime years mm-hmm. for a guy his prime years once he start start making money start being comfortable okay. is I think between 45 and 55 okay. right and so for a younger for a younger woman that's what she's probably looking for, right? Somebody to take care of her, somebody who's established. I think a man is is exactly that. For the opposite, for a woman, woman's already been successful in her career. She already uh-huh. know what she's gonna do. Right now, her sexual peak it's is later matters. is later on in her life. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Whereas for an older man, his peak is gone. You I know beg, what I'm saying? I beg to differ. And so for a younger for a younger man, he's just coming into that peak. And so that that sexual drive for a woman could be taken care of. That need could be taken forward. That's not what's gonna get homie the draws though. Older I'm not women. talking about just the draws because I feel talk, like but that's what you pussy said, is the bro. easiest. Older woman to fuck with it's the, the easy thing. thing. Yeah, pussy is not the easiest older, thing to get. Not with older women, bro. It's not. I've, what? I've lived this fucking life. Me nigga. too. You don't nigga. Okay. listen. Okay, so listen. We can, we could go back and forth with experiences, listen, bro. Because I I I'm, let's go there. I am seasoned in this whole life. Listen. I'm talking about listen, if I can tell if I tell you some stories about my little my little older face. That's man. cool. But I'm saying talking to an older woman about what you can do for her is not what's gonna get yeah, you. Yeah, we no, don't no, draw. No. We were just talking about I'm that not, too, because it's like, like it's, that's not especially, it. I'm not saying what okay, a, a, I'm talking, older woman ain't looking for nothing for But me. here in this day no, and time, bro. because so many women 
oh, are successful when it comes to their money, we, that doesn't impress us anymore because exactly. I can go buy whatever I want to buy. Yeah, how exactly. you and how you treat me exactly, exactly. that's your matters. maturity. That's how, what I'm talking about. How, how you, you treat, make me feel. How, yes, you know Bro, that look, matters. An older woman literally told me when I said, "What is it about me that?" Because I was 19 and she was 39. This one. And I was like, what is attracted to you about? She's like, well, one, you're so mature. I didn't even know, like, you were that young, like, when, when I talked to you. Then she said, but honestly, who's to say that a woman is not just as horny, if not hornier than men? I said, okay, point taken. We're probably hornier. Also, yeah, for sure. And then she also said, what man would turn down, a mature man, what mature man would turn down a woman who can cook for herself, pay her own bills, do everything she wants for herself and only calls you over when she wants stimulating conversation and dick. And then I was like, huh, I get it. So I get what you're saying. The age and the, the prime things, they, they match. But the maturity but level think, isn't always what is an older woman as, is trying to I get I wouldn't to. consider myself an older woman. But with that mentality, I think you get there when you've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. In all reality, you do want a man that's going to be there and be consistent and be mm-hmm. be yours. But because we've been through so much, we don't have so you know so many situations and right. bad relationships. You come to that. Like me and my friend was just saying that earlier. He was like, you know, once you get in a place to where you become grounded and you have peace, you don't want nobody to disturb that. Nobody. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, let me. You know, I'm okay with. And, hey, and come through. I'm okay with that. But that's when it normally <laughs> I did that. That's and my, what it is. my dude was like, hell no. I was like, so we just friends or we got fingers like friends. Nigga, you was crazy. You was mine. I'm like, <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. No, I'm saying like. This is a younger dude? Oh, wait, this your Yeah, this is my guy I'm dating now. Oh, okay. How much younger? I'm 38. He's 33. Oh, that ain't. That ain't that's not too far apart. Yeah. But I'm just saying like when you get, you are there in that place, it's just because you just. You know, I, like I said, I've been single since like 2017, just dating, and dating sucks. There's pee and boo boo in the dating pool, ass. by the way. Dating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. And poop. Dating is boo. The quality, and I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say this is my take on why, because the standards that a lot of women have are very low. The standards that women are mm. setting for themselves and sometimes and I'm not, are No, I'm low. not even putting it on the men. I'm saying for us as oh, women. Oh, no, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. For, sure. As for us as women. And I feel like if we collectively had a standard, like a lot of women was like, men be taking you out on dates? And I'm like, that's how they got to approach me. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, they be trying to come to my house and Netflix and chill. What? What? What are we, 25? You know? No, but you'd be surprised women 30 plus That's what they deal with Shawty I could take you On a whole day for free And you had a time In your life It ain't even about Spending money And you know This is Okay so I heard This saying from Lauren Lauren London And when she said That it resonated with me She said We don't possess people We experience them So what mm. I did was I shifted How I dated Like I'm not going Into situations With any expectation Here's the thing I might just be Meeting you for a reason I might just be Meeting you this one time Never And you why. may provoke me To do, do more else. speaking yeah, engagements yeah. And God put you in my life for that very reason mm-hmm. Then I may have some people in my life It's a seasonal I might have you for six months to a year Two years That's a seasonal person And guess what Whatever I need from whatever this relationship I'm going to get it And then there are lifetime people And I think where we mess up is We be trying to make seasonal people And reasonable, reason people Lifetime people mm-hmm. And we be trying to keep them in our lives mm-hmm. And you disrupting the flow of people That's supposed to be in your life Because yeah, we, we want to possess We want to keep people oh, I want you to stay in my life But you know it's, it's, you, you're, you haven't met all the people That's going to love you For sure You haven't met all the people That's going to support you And ce- celebrate you Like I'm just not meeting you guys it's an amazing feeling. It's an experience. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's 
just this day, I'm grateful for it. Yeah. And then I move on with my life. But so many people get caught up in trying to make people lifetime people and trying to keep things. We don't possess people. We don't. Own, I don't own you. So Even with, that, in with that in mind, I'm sorry. With that in mind, do you think people should get married? Yes. I'm gonna say this. I used to think that you can only meet one soulmate. I think that's a lie. That's a lie. There's so many billions of people in this world, and even in the some of the worst. I haven't been in many, but even my marriage. Once I healed, I realized like, man, those men helped me be a better woman. Mm-hmm. Like I needed him. Like every relationship that I've been in was so. It's, it made me the woman that I am today. Everything. And I'm so grateful for, for it all. Um, my ex-husband, we married because we were supposed to. And we divorced because we were supposed to. If I wouldn't have got divorced from him, I probably wouldn't even. I would be a housewife. I would mm. be at home catering to him because in my mind, I grew up with a mother like, girl, that's a good man. He ain't got no kids. He got a good job. Marry that man. You know? It wasn't about, hey, you go. You be something. You make something out of yourself. You go be successful. It was like, hey, a man is what's. But that's that's the level of thinking that my mom had. So I to went answer, by that. To answer your question, Dante, people are supposed to get married. But I will say, I will also say God does not ordain every marriage. Because, one, God does not believe in divorce. And then, even when they asked, you know, Jesus about divorce back in the day, he ignored the question because he was like, didn't you know back? He's like, well, the question was, should a man get divorced for any and every reason? For those who are listening who may not know, divorce back then was worse than it is now. Yeah, yeah. If a woman sneezed too much, she, a dude would divorce her. If she cooked the food wrong, he could divorce her. If she came in while men were talking, he would divorce her. So he skipped and said, did you not know in the beginning God made them male and female? The point of that was the man in Genesis 1 and 2 before the fall is not the same man and woman in Genesis 3 through the rest of the Bible. Because the original man, one, he didn't know he was alone. So let That's me, hold on, that's number one. Number two, this nigga was already working. Three, he already knew the purpose for himself. Four, he had a plan for it. And then Eve walked around, or God presented her to Adam. And then present in the Hebrew just means to parade around. So God didn't even pick her wife. So I hate when people say God gave me or gave me my husband or made me chose my husband for me. That's not true. You have free will. You really do. So, but if you th- if you think about it, back in the day, there weren't any certificates or nothing like that. Exactly. Like they laid down and they were married. For example, was that uh, Jacob and Rachel? Nah, and go, he no, he slept with back, his, go, her go, sister go, first. Go back to Adam first. Go back to Adam. First. Okay, I want to skip that. No, I want to talk about that. Let me bring it home. You just said, you know, you said for sex though. That's why Adam said, "For this cause, a man shall leave his home and cleave to his wife." He wanted to fuck her. Yeah, that was it. So now we talking about the whole Jacob thing. That was like for. Um, the motherfucking um But do you see like when the dad tricked him and then he laid with the sister, the ugly yeah. sister, and he still had to keep her his the wife because girl? the uh-huh. sex solidified the marriage. Well, so the if breaking it, the hymen, re- breaking the hymen when she was a virgin. Well, right? in our reality, we really married to a lot of people. If if you think biblically, because if sex you ain't is got what, no hymen and I fucked you, I'm not married to you. <laughs> Let me ask you, Tony, huh. is that is that the how you like make decisions based on like the Bible? Cause it sounds like everything it, you do is yeah, it's like intentional. I, biblical. I said yeah, like biblical. I said I, I'll answer that question like this: When you first purchase a product, let's say you get like an iPad or something like that, the first thing you see when you open the box is not a product; it's a small little book that tells you everything about the product. And then the first two pages like do not operate near water, do not use in cold conditions, do not have in high heat. Then it tells you every single thing about the product. This product will do this. Da 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 da. We always say we're made in God's image. That also means we're his product. So he sent a book here, a 
a uh, a letter from heaven, if mm-hmm. you will, to tell you how this life is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to read it, and it's like a jigsaw puzzle. The Bible's not written in chronological order, mm-hmm. so only when you really want to know the information will it be revealed to you. So, like, a lot of people don't even know that the New Testament is hidden in the Old and the New Testament is revealed in the New. I mean, in the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. So, it's like there's so many things. Like, even when I was talking to you before, when um, the thing I said we were going to do, like the one thing, sow your seed in the morning and at evening, let not your hands be idle for you do not know which will bring you more profit, one, the other, or both. People be like, so I got to go sow a seed? No, he's telling you go to work. Then when you get off work, don't stop working. But not on your job, on what you really want to do, yeah. because you don't know which is going to bring you more profit. Right. So, so you everything just go you ahead, need is in that book. So, so you, you ask everything me, you do in your life, everything that you e- related to and parallel came from the Bible, from it all did. them other sayings. It did. So why you need any other book if the book is copying off what the Bible already did? What are you talking about the the, the book? She's talking about the secrets. Think and grow rich. A conversation with the devil by Napoleon Hill. The forty eight. Exactly. So I had to learn myself in order to know that. Like, no, that's correct. But the thing about Jesus, he met people where they are. The reason why correct. there's so many farming parables is because the people in Palestine were farmers and fishermen. So if you want to know what the parable means, go study what a fisherman does. Yeah. Go study kingdom. Go study what uh, people like. When he said the kingdom of God is like a man who found a treasure uh, in the desert. Your first question: Why would the treasure be? Or um, uh, kingdom of God is like a man who found a treasure in the field. You'd be like, Why would somebody hide a treasure in the field? Well, if you studied the uh, the kingdom in the area back then, they didn't have banks, so if they had something very valuable. They, they would to go, go to a secluded it. area and hide it. So it said, the kingdom of God is like a man who stumbled upon a great treasure. He looked to his left, looked to his right, covered the uh, covered the hole back up, and went and sold everything he had and bought the field. So it is in the kingdom of God. That's a parable. The The meaning behind that is when you finally find the kingdom, you will do away with every single thing you were working with before. Give all that shit away and buy into this kingdom lifestyle because the kingdom already has everything you need. Yeah. That's the parable of the rich man. When the rich man said, Father, what must I do to get into the kingdom? He's like, well, love your Lord, your God, and love your neighbor as yourself. Well, I've already done that. Jesus said, oh, least you be perfect. Remember, he's God on two legs. So he's like, I know you're not. So sell everything you got. Give it to the poor. Come follow me. He said the rich man went away sad. See, this seems like a uh, like a riddle. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's a lot. I'm just like, to whom much is given, much is required. No, that's scripture. I just want to know what. What's A and B? Just tell me what I need That's to do for A and B. That's how I am. Like, That's I don't want to go I'm through more. all these riddles. So, so here's my thing. If nobody, but here's my thing. If you were the only one here, what would you have to do? What do you mean? If you were the only one on this earth, if you were Adam, and no, there was no books, there's no nothing, what you going to do? I would have to just explore. Explore and, just, and yeah. figure it out. So yeah. why are you trying to avoid that now? I'm not trying to. I'm, no, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying I'm not to saying avoid you're that, avoiding it. But I'm just saying. I would go on my own and go and explore Correct. versus having to read a book and say, okay, this is what this is supposed to be meaning. Yeah. Let me figure okay, now let me go explore or let me go figure out what the farmers is doing. Let me yeah. go figure out what a fisherman doing. I, w- I wouldn't even have the the reference guide that you're talking about. I would just be in go, go and experience. Yeah, that's I would just go and experience. And then I would time. come back. Yeah, the a key, lot of times the keys of the okay, but, that's what but, I'm but the, hold up, hold but up. that whole Bible thing it seemed like but it's no, just a but riddle. That, but that's what Jesus said: the king, the 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 secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given to you, but to the others on the outside, I speak in parables. So though they have eyes to see, they do not see. 
though they have ears to hear they do not hear this is valuable information bro that can be that can be tainted if i'm not acquired. saying it's not valuable no 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 i'm saying but it's like it's like a holy grail if you will and not everybody can experience that just like in in buddhism not everybody experiences enlightenment only those who actually stick with stay the course and do all that so it's like it's a constant lifelong journey so even if you got the a and b steps there's still going to be things that you're going to experience that the person that you read about did not experience. So even though I'm reading this info, I'm not necessarily taking it for a face value because that would be me trying to live like a Palestinian in 2022. Nah, you take the lessons from it and apply it to today. And I just took the time out to decipher them. Like mm-hmm. when I told you in my last interview, when I, uh, when Jesus talking about the keys of the kingdom, they start at Matthew 5. And they go through the rest of the Gospels. No, well, but we read them all thing. the time and don't here's see my it. Thing. I, I think what you're saying is super valuable, right? Yeah. But I think for for the masses of people, it could be a lot. And yeah, that's why it can most be overwhelming. people. Yeah, that's why people get turned off by, by it, right. Bible talk and Jesus Correct. and all this. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, when I talk about it, this is the way that I talk about it. Like, I, I had to get by myself and I faced myself in the mirror and I have, had to start going back to the things that made me believe that I wasn't worthy or made me believe like mm-hmm. like he said you have to have be more simple to, to, to people that don't have an understanding like you do and that's like what I think it can sound like see. calculus mm-hmm. and we want to do two plus two yeah you sure. know not yeah. a minus z x y because it's like you lost me bro yeah. that's yeah. It, that's, <laughs> but low-key low that's exactly why i do what i do so it's like i can i can give you the keys but yeah. you just got to have to take the time to listen because i have to break it down so that you can understand right so if i talk like this you like what you're doing right now you're like bro this is a lot but we don't have that much time. Yeah. So I can't break everything down. Like it even said in the scripture that Paul would argue day to night for months on end trying to explain the kingdom. This is a lifelong thing, bro. It is. Even when Jesus died and came back and talked to the disciples, they still didn't get it. Mm-hmm. So he stayed with them for 40 more days to talk to them about it. And they still didn't understand all of it. Yeah. So it's that complex. Yeah, um, it's very much so complex. Yeah. So let, I want to I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to. Make this talk about some fuck shit now. Oh, okay. that's funny. If, y'all, that's funny. <laughs> if y'all don't mind, I'm with it. Um, so this Monique and DL thing. Okay. Right? What What is y'all opinion on this? Y'all gotta enlighten me on that because I. Okay, you gotta to enlighten me on Monique. Who the Monique? Actor? The, no, the, yeah, the actor. Okay, comedian. what happened with them? So Monique um, performed in Detroit not too long ago. Okay. And there was a discrepancy on who was supposed to headline, who was supposed to finish. Monique went on stage and called DL a bitch ass nigga. Uh, what? He is a little, he is a little because, sassy though. <laughs> because he was, he was supposed to, his contract said that he was supposed to headline. Monique's contract says she was supposed to headline. And DL said that he's not going up if he doesn't headline the show. So they were going back and forth about whose contract said what, whose contract was supposed to do what, who was the headlining, and now they're going back and forth on social media hmm. about whose contract said what. And now DL is saying Monique is the problem. She's always everybody else is the issue. I think I think because a black woman sometimes speaks up for herself, we become the problem. Oh, so that's a horrible approach, though. Like I don't know. I think a lot of the times that's what it is. No, not she, to you. I'm, I'm talking about what DL said. Yeah, that was, I mean, look, yeah, but Kanye horrible. got on that ass though. <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> he started talking shit about Kanye. Kanye put his address on social. Hey, bro, Kanye. <laughs> and he bro. got. Can't, he can't, was like, I can't believe you would do that. You're jeopardizing. <laughs> no, keep that same energy. Like you cannot 
t- mess with everybody like that. Yeah. You know, DL is sassy. He's messy. You know, just like uh what's her name? Uh what's her name? Who? Uh how you doing? Oh, uh, Wendy, Wendy Williams. Williams. Wendy Williams. Messy. You can't That's do that fuck. and then not expect a back like you can't. And DL to me is messy. I mean, my whole approach would have been like if let both, the lady go. Thank you. Because if here's you my get thing. Money, why y'all does are it y'all even no, y'all are both comedians. Yeah. So if you pushing to go I do I did this in music before, bro, and it's the funniest shit. This is my approach. So if anybody ever argues with me about my headlining and stuff, this is my approach to whatever you want to do. So if somebody ever came to me and said, I'm supposed to headline and I'm the headliner, I was like, Oh, okay, bet. I'm just gonna put on a better show than you and tell you to follow that. Yeah, like I wouldn't follow even that. I'm not I'm a finna, I'm person. finna woo the fuck out of them and yeah, you gotta follow do me. Your, it's always about doing your best. Do you, bro? And if my best wasn't good enough, it's just, you know, like, I, I think people put too much into you know what I'm saying? Like, that's stuff ego. like that. That's yeah, that's ego. ego. That's yeah, ego. like, he, I would've let her, let her headline. And, but you, you, you must be intimidated. Especially if your pay is if, still gonna exactly. be the same. Exactly. You gotta be intimidated. Mm. If you tripping on being a headliner and your money is still the same, and you like I ain't going out. You intimidated. Or he probably like I probably want to close the show out with some real political stuff or like probably like. But it's like, bro, He's okay, sassy. it can change. That can change. DL yeah, is a, DL is an old gangbanger. Most people don't know that mm. that he was he was a blood I, when he was young. I never got that from the Kings. If you if you see him like without his suits, this he nigga tatted is tatted it. up from oh, okay. everywhere. Like even on his neck, this nigga is a real. He a real used to be thug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. but. But you too old He's for that. Sassy. Now. That, that ain't even. <laughs> I wouldn't to be a even. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's sassiness. Snoop used to shoot niggas, allegedly. Yeah, that's sassiness. DL lost my me thing on that is one. for my thing is then arguing back and forth with a woman. Come on now, bro. Yeah, my like, thing is. Yeah, I don't think we. This argument shouldn't be on social media. Yeah, what, you know what no. I'm saying. It shouldn't be on social media, and also I think like, who gives a fuck who? And I think really it's the on the promoters. Because of both of them showing contracts that said they both should headline, yeah. it's really on the promoters. Yeah, like, exactly. You know so why are you bringing that energy to me? Right. Like, but the you, thumb thugging is not what's needed. Yeah, bro. these internet like, thugs. I, you know I hate what I'm them. Like it. I mean, look, I'm from Oak Cliff, and I grew up in the '90s. So it's like when we made fun of people, we said it to their face, exactly. like at school. You like, had no like, option though. Ex- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh no, no, there was an option. Like no option. in the in the late nineties, early two thousands, you had them phone convos. You think you talking to just one side, and, and it'd stuff. be somebody on three ways. Like, <laughs> oh, that's what you think about me, nigga. Oh, that's how you feel, nigga. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So it was kind of yeah. like that was the first social media. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, that yeah, was really that was Clubhouse sassy. back in the day. That's man, right? That exactly, exactly. But it's it's not needed, man. And obviously, like as I've grown and you know done the inner work it's like hurt people hurt people that's right yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. it's like you might really be going through something and every time that you experience it or something triggers you you immediately Correct. lash out like mm-hmm. and that ain't the move yeah. and i've done that to people you know i've done that i still do that sometimes i'm working on that mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like it's a it's an everyday journey yeah. Now I don't like when people use it as a cop out saying I'm a work in progress. Right. That doesn't mean that's that you have yeah. leeway to still keep Correct. doing that. You <laughs> doing know? Some yeah. 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 I'm just saying. Yeah. Yo, man, I um I'm gonna end this because I know I know you got to get out of here. Yeah. But I want to thank both of y'all, man. Yeah, this you. is this has been dope. You oh, know man, what I mean? This is awesome. Man. This has been dope. 
if y'all if y'all want to, y'all welcome to come back anytime. Bro, you, you know what I'm saying? Back, y'all are welcome to come anytime. Please back. leave y'all social so people if y'all want to. I know Tony Jr. is. If you want to leave oh, yeah, your social, can definitely follow me. Leave your social so people to get a hold of you if they need to get part of your woman's empowerment. I want what, what tell them more about the. Um, please please do, please do. Okay, so it's called In a Room Full of Sisters. It's a social group for women, just empowerment. I throw monthly events. We do brunches just for black women to come together and just have a good time. I always say, I don't have to tell you my business. You don't have to be my bestie for us to hang out and have a good time because we are so many hats as women, mothers, wives, you know, careers. And it's just my group is the opportunity to just come lay your hair down and just just be you and be uplifted and encouraged and, you know, celebrated. How they how do people get to be a part of that? Um, it's a private Facebook group, and it's at In a Room Full of Sisters. And then my Instagram is at In a Room Full of Sisters. My personal Instagram is I am Chris Smith. That's K R Y S S M I M T H. Okay, all right. So, ladies, did they have to be in the Dallas Fort Worth area? No, I'm actually working on expanding it. My okay. my our our motto is you are welcome in the room. Mm, okay, You're welcome. that's for okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Well, people, y'all can follow me on all social media platforms at T-O-N-Y-J-R double underscore music. Y'all can check out my music. I'm on all digital streaming platforms, T-O-N-Y-J-R, all one word. Um, Yeah, new album coming out. Congrats. Um, Appreciate you. You know, I got two albums, the EP, and a whole bunch of singles out, so you got some catching up to do. Um, but it's all feel-good music. Like, you can ask you can ask Dante. He, he played it on the interview. He's like, oh, shit. Man, funny thing before we go, he didn't even know that I was a singer when he brought me on to the thing. He thought I rapped, and I was like, this I is did. so trash. Did you feel insulted? Not really, because I've been getting that a lot, so oh, I'm okay. used to it now. <laughs> I just, it, it happened. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I bad. knew you were a singer. I could hear you. I sing in church and stuff. Thank you. I wouldn't say that I'm a singer. I But did. yeah, I could hear. I could hear the tone and the pitches and all that stuff. Dig you it. got You got rapper energy. You know, what I got man? bars too. You, you know, got I'm rapper. Song, you got rapper writer. energy. That's what it was. <laughs> okay. I just call that. Yeah. I just call that God and confidence. But if you yeah. want to call it yeah. rapper energy, <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, thank both of y'all, man. Thank I appreciate you. y'all, thank man. You. Thank yeah, you. sir. Yo, this has been the Tap In Podcast. Thank y'all for tapping in with us. We out of here. All right.